This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And I have my beautiful co-host here with me, Shay. How you doing today, Shay? Doing great. Happy to be here. Happy Father's Day. Happy Sunday. Yes, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And biological and non-biological, if you're an adult man and you take care of kids that's yours and not yours, and today is that day where we show love, which you should get love every day. I feel like hopefully there's somebody in your life that keeps you encouraged, even on the days that aren't specified to encourage us, like Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah. And... Had to get it up off my chest. So now, to the man that never fails on these Sundays, Pastor Darius Daniels of the Change Church. Yeah. Thank you so much for this message today on this beautiful Father's Day. Man, listen, y'all got me waiting. I can't wait to be a daddy. <laughs> Ooh, can't wait to be a old father, man. Y'all got some good talk. Yeah. And I get a sense of it because I ain't no father, but I play a role in some of my cousins' lives and some kids' lives. Just a adult figure, male figure in their life that they can run to and get advices from. So I, I pat myself on the back for that, man. Just want to be there. And like I said, I'm just glad those kids could come to me and felt comfortable coming to me and still do. And I can give them good, insightful words and, and a message and an understanding about life and, and just things they got to go through, man. So if you're one of those type men, man, I appreciate you and we encourage you as well. Um, so back to Pastor Darius. Today's message, fully on point. Every man should go listen to this message, y'all. If y'all don't get to unpack it today, it'll be available by Tuesday to just listen to at your own leisure. But Pastor Darius is on point, and it's time for us men to take this weight off our backs, man. In a sense, that's what I really unpacked with this message today, man. We carry a lot of stuff around, and it's cool because it makes us who we are, but don't let it be a detriment as well. Yeah. Let it let it be that motivator, and all even in good and bad. It should always be a motivator. It should never become this detriment, which it has become in a lot of um, males' lives. And just pe- speaking from a black man perspective, us black men, we carry it a little bit heavier than the everyday man. If y'all get what I'm saying, I'm going to unpack it a little bit um, as I go through Pastor Darius's message. So I'm going to let my beautiful co-host, Miss Shayna, tell her little spiel before we get into it. So what are you feeling today on this Father's Day from a woman's perspective, Shay? I thought Pastor Darius' message was great. You know, I think he hit on a lot of great points to men and to women. You know, I think it reminded me as a woman the support that I need to continuously give to the fathers in my life, my father and the men in my life who are fathers as well, and you who's going to be a father Mm -hmm. to my children, to our children. You know, I think it just reminded it was a nice reminder to us women that, like you said, there's pressure that the men in our lives carry and we play a role in ensuring that they're reminded that they're great regardless of that and regardless of the circumstances and what the external world might be, you know, putting on them and their internal thoughts. I think we play a role to remind them that the union that we have with them and the communion that we have with them is important 
because we see them for who they are and we love them for who they are. And that's how I feel about you, you know, and I have no doubts about you being a great father and I'm excited for that chapter of our lives. Um, and it's just a reminder to, to just continue to stay 10 toes down with you and to be here to remind you the fact that I love you for who you are, you know, regardless of the ups and downs and regardless of the imperfections. I love the imperfections. Appreciate it. That's real good words, girl. You got a word with words. Y'all always make me feel real bubbly when you talk. <laughs> but all just size greatly appreciate it, baby. No, of course. Thank I love you. it. Mm -hmm. um, I want to do this also before I start. Uh, thank Pastor Darius and, and his wife, uh, Ms. Shamika, for their openness. Um, these past two Sundays, they they brought to light some negativity that was surrounding their talks of Pastor Darius and how he pastors and blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows it's, it's haters everywhere. Somebody going to not like what you're doing. But at the end of the day, what they just unpacked in these last couple of days, they're just telling us, hey, I support my husband as my husband supports me and we're okay and we're gonna keep doing what we are called to do regardless of who feels a certain way. Mm -hmm. And we, and as respectfully as they could, they said, sorry that y'all feel this way, it's not gonna stop us though. Mm -hmm. And me and Shana feel the same way. Like I said, we're gonna do us and we're not perfect. And we ain't out here to be perfect and we're not navigating people to be perfect, we're just navigating people to be real. And how you accept real is on you. And we're not gonna feel bad for exposing something that you didn't want to expose. If you didn't want to expose, you keep your mouth shut and you don't have to say it or you don't have to let nobody know that it applies to you. But if you want to put a stamp on it and you want to show everybody that it applies to you, it's cool. But we're not going to uh, withhold words for anybody's feelings out there because, like I said, we never intend to uh, call anybody out. We're just, like I told you, we come from personal experiences anyway. So if you feel like we're calling you out, we already don't call ourselves out. So you shouldn't feel ashamed like it's just on you. And we already told you we've taken it upon ourselves. We took in our onus. You take your onus and not stop feeling like somebody's pointing a finger at you. Now, let's get into this godly word. Uh, like I said, again, if y'all can go check this message out from Pastor Darius of the Change Church, it'll be greatly appreciated. And today's title is I've got something to say. I've got something to say. <laughs> and he said it. I promise you he did. He really did, yeah. <laughs> so what I want to unpack first, he used a good reference today, and his reference came from this. There's a hero and a human in all of us. 100%. So I'm just going to unpack that because it's going to be some um, references in here. He used Spider-Man as his reference today. So um, when y'all hear me make these Peter Parker and Spider-Man references, that's where I'm coming from, from the message. And Pastor Darius, woo, you took me on a trip, man. So that... There's a hero and a human in all of us. And I'm also going to put with that passage when he said, some of us think sanctification is losing the old you when it's actually now being able to manage the old you. Yeah. Now, let me unpack all that for y'all. So I'm going to start with the what I felt when he said, there's a hero and a human in all of us. Man, I'm an athlete. J-Rose on that field. Dog. You hear me? I don't care about you, your folks, anybody. If it's on me and you, I'm taking you out before you take me out. It's the nature of the job, y'all. Y'all get sports. Y'all favorite athletes, the Mambas, Kobe Bryant, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Deion Sanders, all those guys we love, they went out there with a different energy. Now, same man, take them off the court, you can't see that. You know why? Because it, it's not meant for the scene. Mm -hmm. So y'all stay with us. Going back into the hero and the human. Some people forget that when we're doing what we're doing, and um, a, from a Pastor Darius standpoint, being a man of service. Just because I'm a man of service and I, and I preach and I teach, when I'm off of here and I, I go back home and I'm that husband, that father, that son, 
I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a different realm. So y'all can't judge me by the same standards that y'all used to judge me on, even though I preach and teach and walk a certain way. Stay with me, y'all. I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm going to make a mistake too. Some of the stuff I preach to y'all, from a Pastor Darius standpoint, I'm just giving y'all the, the teacher principle. Sometimes I might make a misstep. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say in, a, in one breath just because I preach it and teach it to y'all don't mean I don't make the same mistakes y'all make sometimes too. I'm just trying a little harder not to. And I'm also knowledgeable and, and have a better understanding of when I'm doing it and when I'm not doing it. So when I'm preaching and teaching, I'm also learning in the process as, I, as I'm teaching y'all. Don't get lost, y'all. So I appreciate Pastor Darius on that because they'll say you're a hypocrite when you're truly a human. Yeah. Ooh, Pastor, you said it then. We hold these preachers and teachers and people that we we um, we listen to and we get energies from and knowledge from, like they're not just like us in the in the realest sense, just a human. Yeah. But beyond that, we trust them with this process of teaching us certain things, but then we condemn them when they don't walk it to the T. But come on now, we they didn't even preach it to you for you to walk it to the T. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, no pastor has asked perfection out of you. He just asked you to do your best. Yeah. But then when it comes around to him, it's like, oh, Pastor, your best ain't enough. I need perfection. But why? <laughs> what's the difference between me and you? Mm -hmm. Mindset. Uh, what's, what's a couple that you want to get into, but No, I really like what you hit on already because I think, you know, Pastor mentioned don't confuse imperfection with hypocrisy. And I think Ooh. it's important. I think that, you know, I talk to my girlfriend sometimes and we talk about the things that with the areas and moments where we fall short. Mm -hmm. And I always say to them, but you're human, you know, and... I make a joke and say, I wish I wasn't sometimes. <laughs> I, I think that I should be perfect. Right. But the reality is I'm not because I lean on God, right? I'm not because then it it in, ensures that I have a dependency on God um, that I wouldn't have otherwise, mm -hmm. you know? I know that in my imperfection and the areas that I fall short, I can come to him and still feel at peace and still feel loved. And that's what's important about it all. And I think we need to do that more for one another. 100%. It's like you said, I think we need to be aware that we're humans and we're bound to make mistakes and we're bound to, you know, not always be in, in hero form like people want to see us mm -hmm. because there's another element to us that we have to ensure is fed and is, um, you know, f being fulfilled as well. And so you don't want to confuse the two because you're not this or that, mm -hmm. but you're this and that. Man, and I'm glad you unpacked it like that because I just want to say one more statement before I move on about that. The here, there are heroes and a human in all of us. So there's a hero and a human in all of us. To unpack that for myself, I had to first unpack that, how I viewed my father. I'm just gonna give y'all a little short, quick one. Um, everything he dealt with as a man, I got some of it and I didn't get some of it because I was looking from two different lenses when I should have been looking through one lens. I was looking at my father and then I was looking at the human side of him when I should have just looked at my father as one particular person, even when he's doing the good and he's doing the fathering, when he goes out there to the world to his job and to other people in my family, when he speaks to his mother, when he speaks to my mother, his wife, it's, it's a different person, two different people. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that that person is just trying to do their best for each role that they play. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get that at the time. And I was crucifying my man and making situations harder and for him and for our relationship because I was putting so much pressure on him that I didn't understand, like, man, maybe he, he is doing his best, but he told me that ain't good enough. But at the end of the day, it was like, man, just because he got a high expectation, just because he fell a little bit short, don't mean crucify him. At least he shot for the stars. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't even give men 
and women, vice versa, credit for even shooting for the stars. Only thing we harvest that they miss the stars. Yeah. So, and this um, Father's Day message that Pastor talked about today, he was just saying, hey, don't forget they're human, though. No? <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, they messed up, but you don't have to crucify them. It, they took some of that, especially men, though he talked about, we already done crucified ourselves two, three, four different times. So when you add that little extra on, it's, all, it's almost always what breaks us. Mm -hmm. And then people look at us while we broken. Because we, we can hit from all angles. You got to think, I already did a self-inflicting blow. I didn't need all these other blows to knock me off my feet. Mm -hmm. So the, the woman you choose impacts whether you win or lose. You attract what you put out. So now unpack it. This is the part Pastor was saying about men and decision-making in our lives that, mm -hmm. that make our lives go down these paths of Either good, bad, or different. But this is why everything goes in a certain direction. So starting off, the woman you choose impacts whether you win or lose. Man, listen, y'all. I love this saying, and it applies to whoever want to take it in. But I take it in wholeheartedly. Behind every strong man is a strong woman. Mm -hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly because I've seen it. And in the situation that it applies, it, it hasn't failed. Like, it's 100% a, it's a across the board because even in the tough times, that's actually when I see it the most. I don't, I don't see it in people in the good times because everybody look good and good. Come on yeah. now. But I need to see it in the bad times and it's it's more evident in bad times than it is in good. And what I want to unpack with y'all with that, uh, I watched my my mother, my mother and father argue a lot. And some of them got hot, some of them was small. But in the detailing, they both ended the same way. They never lingered and they never messed up the relationship dynamic. Mm -hmm. But... Now, y'all don't miss the message here. The woman you choose impacts whether you win or lose. It's a lot of baby daddies out here, a lot of baby mamas out here. Why? Couldn't figure out a dynamic. Even though the the incentive, a child, that goes to show us there's nothing in this world that'll fix a dynamic unless the two want to make it happen regardless. Yeah. So, and I know we all, I ain't gonna unpack it all today, but we got those women that said, oh, I just need them for the baby. I don't really need them for nothing else. All right, now, that mindset is why we at where we at today, and that's why Pastor unpacked what he unpacked today because those mindsets attract the demons and the depressions and the situations that a lot of us are facing and a lot of people have faced in, in life. So, when he said the win and lose, that's what's got me. Because, like I said, I'm, I've, I've been blessed to have experiences. So I've, I've dealt with a partner before Shana, and Shana dealt with partners before me to have an understanding, to have these experiences, right? And I understand the win and lose different. It was parts of my life that I was like, man, I'm good, I'm good. And I put so much onus on somebody close to me that when they didn't like it, I didn't like it. Y'all gotta take that in. Sometimes the person so close to you can affect how life flows for you in the energies that they give to you. Mm -hmm. A supportive wife can make a man with nothing feel like he got everything and then at the end of the day, he might go get everything. Come on. But a man that has everything with a wife that drains him, he can only regress because everything he gets, she's going to try to take mm -hmm. with intent. Now, y'all got to miss what I'm saying with this. The intent behind it. They can be supportive, but they'd rather be draining. And when they'd rather be draining and you're giving them your all, you'll never be able to be enough. You'll never be able to be enough with a negative person on your side. So, in the sense that Pastor was telling me in that little thing, man, just make good decisions because you reap what you sow. And what Pastor was saying, you attract what you put out.
So if you out there flashing money, you gonna get a money hungry woman. So when, when, when it don't come back to you, just remember, ah, she wasn't putting it into you when you went and got her. And vice versa. I want women to be able to vice versa these conversations. I'm coming from a man's perspective. That's how it was preached. But these can, go, these can go both ways. So when you out there and you like the man that's fresh, this, that, and the third, don't forget, if you had character traits in there, look for those too. Because at the end of the day, once y'all 10 years in and he's still that flashy, boy, trying to beat young, boy, I'm fresh, ain't I, babe? Man, listen, we supposed to have been past being fresh. He never was mentally mature enough to get there anyway, but you didn't care because your optic outweighed what you really wanted. So make sure you prioritize and you in intentionally go seek what you want. Absolutely. I think you really hit that on the head. I think Pastor, when he said about that one, really had us in here, you know, taken back because it's true. Like the partner you choose will impact whether you win or lose. And I think we shouldn't downplay the importance of picking the right partner and the role that we play when, when looking for the right partner as well. When pastor says, you know, you put out that kind of bait and get mad when you, when you got that kind of fish, mm -hmm. but if that's the bait you put now, you know, that's the kind of fish you're also going to get. So mm -hmm. I think, they, that, that was a really, it really resonated with me because I think when I think of myself, you know, us and our relationship where I was at then, where I'm at now, I think it was a moment of, it was a pivot moment for me where I wanted something very serious and I had been saying that. And yeah. so, you know, that's why I was able to meet you and do, make the decisions I needed to make in other areas of my life to make sure that I, I saw us all the way through. And so, Pastor really hit that on the head and I loved that. I think it was a great message to start to the men. I think... You know, it really, I, I hope it resonates for everybody else because it just lets us know that it, we take accountability for our lives. Mm -hmm. And and our lives really are a reflection of the decisions that we've made. Right. You know, so if you want a better life, you got to make better decisions. And so that's what I took from that one. All right, what's one of yours from about the fathers that you wrote there? Uh, another one that I thought was really great was when Pastor talked about your greatest senses is your spidey sense. You know, he said to the men that, you know, your discernment discernment is very important and that naturally, you know, our minds is where we normally make a lot of decisions, but we gotta be in tune with our heart because our heart is the most important brain because that's the brain that God speaks to. And so for me, I think when you talk about the position of your heart, like what is, where your, where's your heart at, mm -hmm. you know? Is your heart in this? Is it not in this? Um, that's what's really important. And for men, I think that sometimes you guys think always logic, logic and thinking about it from a mental perspective, but what, where you are really and truly successful is when your heart is tapped in. Mm. When your heart is tapped into anything, you know, you can really be successful in that area. When you think God's spoken to you to put you in a place, you really are gonna be successful in that area. And we don't take enough time to take a step back and, and ask ourselves, is God speaking to me? Is this really where my heart wants to be? Am I where I should be? What are the things that I could do differently? Is my heart open to hear him? You know, so a lot of those elements too, I think was really important. I think when you follow your heart, God doesn't let you down, right. you know, because he's aligned with you. You're aligned with him, I should say. And he's hearing, you know, what your true desire is. And if it aligns with what he has in store with you, for you, and if it's a true desire, it generally does, God's going to see you through. Not that it's going to be easier. Mm -hmm. It's going to be smooth sailing. There'll be tough times and there'll, there may be some character elements that God's trying to weed out of you. So you're prepared to really show up when you need to. But ultimately it's about recognizing that the most important brain is our discernment and that's in our heart because that's what God speaks to us. I really like that part. Right, and even to tie into that, man, uh, the difference in heroes and villains is how you use your power. Do you use it to elevate or do you use it to manipulate? Mm -hmm. And it goes back to that gut feeling, right? Like, I've been a man, so I'm, I'm just gonna tell it from a man's perspective. When, when we out here seeking a 
partnering and a girl to compliment us. If you're not mature enough, you're seeking them for the wrong reason. You're seeking them for the lust. Like I just said, and unpacked a second ago, the money, the look. If she looked like she got it, ooh, that's, that's my type of girl. But you don't even know nothing besides what you could see. Yeah. And that and that could be a facade because she can go change clothes and then you'll see a whole different girl. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if y'all seen the memes, the girl without makeup to the girl with makeup. Same girl, but yeah. you just look at them optically different. And your whole process of what you think that girl's worth is, is based on an optic view. Yeah. Oh, she got money. That's Louis V. But then you see her in a t-shirt, no no makeup. She's like, man, that girl working at Walmart. I'm looking great. Like, not not knocking Walmart work. I'm just saying, y'all. Yeah. We put people on levels and pedestals based off of optic view. And like I said, all that can be wiped away quickly. And then it goes back to the roots. But we never get to the roots as men. For me, and I'm speaking from a demographic. If it don't apply to you, I'm sorry, y'all, man. But I was in this demographic where I was just so consumed with the optics and the lust, which is the feeling they give you off rip because everybody thinks, Oh, it's love at first sight. Give it a year. <laughs> that love gone. If, if it ain't gone that first night, y'all meet each other. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is you got to understand when um when Pastor said this, your greatest sense is your spidey sense, discernment. That gut feeling needs investigation. Mm -hmm. That's what I wrote down. So it's the same thing Shana just unpacked to y'all yeah. if y'all missing it. But I put that, that gut feeling needs investigation. Yeah. Men, we got to stop falling for women so fast with all this lust. Women too, y'all fall just as fast. Like yeah. I told y'all, I'm in the direction and it was preached from the male perspective. But y'all get where I'm going. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you did some investigation, you would know more about the person to see if y'all are more like-minded besides the optic appearances and things that you can see and, and make an assumption off of. You need to go in, in depth, see what kind of person they is, yeah. see what their family dynamic is, see what they done been through in life, see what their triggers and non-triggers are. But most of us don't get there. And then... When most of us get there, we've got this false representation of who the person is. So now we don't like them once we get the real unpacking done. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us have been there. Oh, man, this is my guy. Three months later, you're like, or y'all get to living together. A, a couple that didn't live together and then they start living together. You're like, oh, he do this? Oh, he do that? I don't think I like that. But optically, when y'all was on two separate sides trying to be together, it seemed good. But then when y'all tried to bring the collective together, it wasn't all together. So that means the whole relationship isn't good then. Some of us just want to pull on bits and pieces of, of relationships and make it last 20, 30 years, but suffer for 20, 30 years. And then at the 20, 30 year point, want to talk about it. Oh, man, y'all know I did this. Pause. You suffer back then and you drug it out. Stop telling us like it, it happened to us, happened to you. We always talk things like it happened to us, not understanding the parts that we control. And I've unpacked that numerous times. So today, Pastor just told us, men, if you, if you have a power, use it for your good. And if you're going to manipulate people, understand you also put yourself in jeopardy to get manipulated. Yeah. So just because you out here flashing and faking the funk, that thing that you're looking at, you think, ooh, I finally got me a good one, could be faking the funk straight back to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just to unpack that, man, you just got to get a little bit more clarity, get a little bit more maturity and, and take these lenses off and start using our regular eyes and take them glasses off. <laughs> take them shades off, bro. It's not, it's not that bright in here. Use your regular senses and and use your real understanding and life experiences and stuff that you don't learn and apply it because it's, it's tools that we're not utilizing and we're suffering from it. 100%. And I think ultimately it's about, you know, the self-growth and the self-development and recognizing that the good that you want to see in the world, you got to be. And building a relationship with God will help you get closer to the best version of yourself as 100%. well. 100%. And now I want to unpack the last couple of things he said to the women. Uh, that they can do better to better assist their men in their life. And 
this was my big one. I'm, I'm gonna try not to talk too long on this one, but it, it's gonna get straight to the point and y'all gonna get what I'm saying in lesser words. So listen, pastor said, love me like Aunt B from um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's um, auntie that he lived with and Uncle Ben. Y'all remember, if y'all ever seen Spider-Man series, it's so bummed. Love me like Aunt B. Mary Jane loves Spider-Man. Aunt B loves Peter Parker. Yeah. We can feel used too. So I put that loophole in there because Pastor was talking about how it's, it just became a thing where men get talked about a lot and this, that, and the third, and we put ourselves out there to be these men and we can support this, that, and the third. We, get, we, we tote the world on our shoulders, but we feel like the world ain't fair to us, too. We feel like we have to put more out than we receive sometimes, too, y'all. And we're rightfully so when we when we take up so much responsibilities. So in the, in that sense, we can feel used too. What Pastor is saying, just invest back in your man, or a pat on the back, or you're doing a good job, or something. Mm -hmm. But it can't be not enough here, not enough there. We're always being ridiculed about not having enough. But when does anybody satisfied with what we do do? Mm -hmm. So Pastor was just trying to say that. Just make it seem like something is 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 okay. Not everything is a, you could have did better though, but hey, I, I didn't need that. <laughs> I really just needed a good job and we could have kept it moving. Yeah, what I took from that is that Pastor was saying too, love love me for the person I am and not what I produce. Mm. So love not attached to performance condition. And let, let, me, let me say that in a way that y'all will better understand and I'm going to let you finish it, Jane. I want a love that's not attached to my performance conditions. Exactly. Yeah, I think the pastor said that. I think that was a beautiful way to place it. To love the person, you know, not just whether they produce something good or produce something bad. It's a love without conditions because you're loving the person for who they are. That's all who they're going to be. Mm. And that that really resonates for me. I think that was a clear picture of of pastor sending a message to the women on Father's Day. And beyond that, if anybody keeps up with anything, our most wealthiest men in the world have did little pot I just seen this through podcasts and different little interviews but a lot of them say the same thing they always say it's so hard to find love because anybody will come with them because of what they have but that's what Shayna is saying right now that's why our world is where it's at why is everything and I'm just speaking from a male perspective performance conditions uh, allocate what kind of love the man gets mm -hmm. the man's wealthy all the women love him because he's wealthy. They don't love the man. They don't even know him. I, like I said, I ain't say his name. They don't even know his name. They know he's wealthy though. I'm yeah, gonna give him a shot. Love the wealth. It's a guy. It's a guy that don't got that much wealth that doesn't even have shots with certain women. Or yeah, yeah, I would say that doesn't have shots with certain women because he doesn't even optically fit it, and he really ain't living the life that grosses things without having to. Um, Really show characteristics. So I'm saying, when when people know you got money, That's they they yeah they they overlook. They don't even look into the character and personality mm -hmm. of you. The money was good enough, and then exactly. they they'll see how much they want to tolerate as they get into it with you. But what I'm the point I'm making is they didn't deny that they would get with you. You was always a unanimous yes. Yeah. What I'm saying about this other man, he's almost always a unanimous no, just because he can't put it together. Not saying that he's not a good man, just ain't living that lifestyle. And a lot of uh, even me, I ain't no millionaire. <laughs> I, I'm in an entity. I'm an athlete. I got money, but I don't got that type of money that mm -hmm. that uh, I call it that hush money. Like, man, listen, we good for life. I can do whatever you want. You gonna be taken care of. I still gotta work and do the other things. But in a sense, why does it have to even come with anything? When when did love start coming with all these um 
jurisdictions and, and, and things of that nature. Like, hey, man, can you support me? What about you like kid? Like, it's certain stuff you ask, and there's certain stuff that be like, but why does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> so back to it. Why does income matter? If you like the person, you you can you can manage it. You'll figure it out. I just I seen a lot of people making it. My mom and daddy ain't neither one of them had no money like that like that, but made it work. So it's 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 ways out there. But I'm trying to figure out why I've heard out of some women's mouths. I'm sorry, women. I ain't trying to bash y'all. I heard out of woman mouth. What can he do for me? Dang. It's all about what he can do for you, huh? And in a sense, and they were talking from a sense of financial and a little bit of the other stuff. But take the financial out of it. Get a man a chance. <laughs> Because, and I ain't saying it's a certain lifestyle. It's a lot of unpacking here, y'all. But it shouldn't be certain dynamics that's just cut dry. I can't be with him because of that solely. You got to give men, like, and like I said, this is a vice versa thing. Men to women too. This can also apply in the vice versa sense. But just because I ain't got all of that, I do got other things that will gross us things. And I can also get better with the other things. But like if you just, if you're giving me my opportunity solely based off this, I'm never going to get the opportunity. And that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of people that are passing up people that could be beneficial to them, but just not in the way that they understand right now. But once you get with them, you'll start to understand. But some people miss that whole step because they just don't give those type people opportunities. No, 100%. And ultimately, that would be their loss, mm -hmm. right? That just shows a lack of maturity for the people involved. Because I think, you know, if you're only looking through one lens and looking for one thing, you then can't you then shouldn't be surprised when there's other elements to that person that you miss because you weren't looking for those elements to begin with. Right. Right? So it's everything you tied into, you know, like you may not get a chance, but at the end of the day, for that person who didn't get a chance, you probably don't want that person to begin with. True. They're probably not the person who's going to help elevate you or the person who's going to give you a life that you can sustain as well. So it really does go both ways. And one of these last ones, I want to unwind with it. I just want to finish with this one because... Uh, I'm here and um, a lot of people are here. A lot of people gonna get here and it's gonna, it's gonna resonate. So to the women that have men in your lives, pastor said this, I get it from them, but I need it from you. Yeah. Your words matter more than you know, women. And I gotta use this, um, this moment and um, I hate name dropping on people, but I need to tie it in this. I know most people, and if y'all missed it, uh, Steph Curry's wife, Aisha Curry, she said she wanted more male attention while she's married to Steph. She said this while married to Steph in a certain point in time of her life. She said, I wanted more male attention. Listen, y'all, I'm going to leave it at that. I ain't even harp on no more. Going back to what Pastor said, I get it from them, but I need it from you. If you're feeling in a relationship, male or female, if you're feeling like you're not getting something from your partner, tell your partner. Talk with your partner. Give us a chance. Because in the world we live in, y'all, I'm just being real. We take so much to social media. I don't want to unpack it after you done told them. Because now I got to fight against a narrative already, y'all. Get it? Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell y'all from the black man perspective. Black men have been bad so much that we're always fighting back from a stereotype that we ain't even putting on ourselves. It's just naturally on us. Mm -hmm. Black man, he can't. He got to be a dad beat dad. Why? I got I to gotta fight from underneath that dad beat dad right when I have a kid? Yeah. <laughs> just by being a black man? Nah, man, that ain't right. That ain't cool. Because the white man just had a son and y'all already telling him how he going to be president. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> making funnies. But like... I don't like that lifestyle and that persona put on black men. Give me a, I should have the equal chance like everybody else of face card value starting to be a father. I shouldn't have to come from generations of other black men being what they were and I being a black man have to pick up that baggage. No, that don't apply to me. And if it don't apply to me, I'm not carrying it no matter what y'all say. So some of that comes from 
bringing it back full circle, the women tied to us. If y'all don't speak highly of us, please don't think nobody else is. And don't be baffled. Be like, man, the listen, black man got it rough. Yes, because and, uh, and black women get this specifically because Shana, you done said this before. Who protects the black woman? Man. Sometimes the black man be like, who protect the black man? And I get where y'all coming from as the black woman too, and we'll unpack that. That's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day. But all I'm saying is, before you go out there looking for it somewhere else, because I don't think that I, Aisha Curry wasn't getting it. That's the point I'm getting at too. I don't think she wasn't getting it. It's just, in my mind, I'm trying to figure out why does that even pass your mind when you when you marry? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out, like that's one, and like I said, that's a generalization because that's one married woman. But I've I've seen it, heard it, and I'm just unpacking it right now. Even a man sometimes goes out there and gets some acknowledgement from a woman that he ain't getting at home. And like I said, in us men, we've been known to cheat and do all this. But if you're not getting it at home, make sure you give your person at home a chance first. Is what I want to unpack with this one. I get it from them, but I need it from you. If we really in this together, even if I get it from them, I wouldn't put that past what you do for me, if that's understanding. So what I'm trying to say, Aisha Curry should have never said that out loud. Yeah, you could feel it. All of us feel some type of way, but it's certain stuff you should not say. Yeah, what I would say too is I feel like the beauty of that one is that there is power in my voice. Mm-hmm. So when Pastor talked about that, he was like, you know, your words matter. Mm-hmm. And for a woman, I think it was a nice reminder that what we say to our men means a lot to them. You know, it's easy to go day by day and not say things or go day by day and just assume that like, you know, that I love you, for instance. But it hits different and I know now that if I say it to you, it means a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was what Pastor really wanted us as women to know about our men that sure, maybe everyone tells, you know, Jonathan's a great football player, but when I say it, it may mean a lot more to him. And so to keep saying it and to keep reminding the men in your life that you love, that they matter, that they're doing enough and showing up each day makes a big difference. And so that was great. I think Pastor needed to remind all of us of that. And I think that really made a difference hearing him saying it. And also for me, it resonated because it lets me know that even though I could be sappy and say it a lot, it matters and it's enough and I'm doing the right thing and I shouldn't stop telling you, babe, just how much you mean to me. Amen. And I, I remember in our early part, I used to tell you, I was like, bro, that's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I just can't get enough of it. Thank you. Go a couple hours without saying something nice to him. I was like, oh, you switching up, huh? Exactly. Yeah. So God bless us. Mm-hmm. For, and God bless me for telling you that I should keep telling you because you didn't know that you loved it and now you do. Man, I hope y'all go and listen to Pastor Darius and get some of this message, man. It was a great message. And really good. I like unpacking it, man, because I got a lot to say. And like I said, I just want to get my stuff off my chest. It might relate. It might not relate. But I want y'all to hear me out anyways, because like I said, then we can debate about it. Everybody, sure. we ain't all like-minded, but that's the beauty of this world. Yeah. We're not all like-minded because we all thought the same. How can we learn? Exactly. And um, I just want to finish off on this one. So for the fathers and the uh, women out there that support these good men, Pastor said this, just because there are stresses you handle that we cannot does not mean our stresses are not overwhelming to us. Mm-hmm. And in the sense, we get y'all go through birth and take care of the child. We get that. We're not undermining that or trying to take the onus off of that at all. But we're also trying to say there are things specific to males that y'all don't even got to think about carrying because we're going to do that too. And all we ask for is a little understanding. <laughs> That's it. I ain't going to say it in a lot of words. 
Give your man understanding because it's something that he carries that you don't have to just like vice versa. We know the part that y'all carry that we can't. And that's why we love y'all so much. Mm -hmm. And in the smallest sense, and I'm out of here, y'all. Pastor said this from, from, a, from a male's perspective. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our expression doesn't match our appreciation. Yeah. And Shana can get this. Shana, I love you to death. But you know sometimes you did big gestures and I just said thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but it meant the world to me. Yeah. It's just sometimes, as men, we're not as expressive as we should be for certain things. Mm -hmm. We're sorry about that. But don't take it to heart every time. That's why in this podcast and through this sermon, I'm trying to get everybody to understand. Understand your partner. Yeah. Then you won't take everything to heart because if I'm not, Shana know I'm either 100 or 0. Nah, I'm either 100 or 1. I ain't never at 0. I'm always at something. <laughs> I'm even 100 or 1, though. And she gets that. Yeah. So she understands, oh, that thank you really meant thank you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get that understanding from your partner, you, you're creating more turmoil and uh, misunderstanding in your relationship than you are being beneficial. Because at the end of the day, the beauty of being in a relationship is, is learning the other person. For sure. If, if we all are skipping the learning part and just doing the lustful, fun stuff... Nothing's going to last. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not going to last. What I told y'all in a few podcasts ago in, in one of my starters, this takes investment. And what is investment? It's an everyday thing. It's not a one-time investment. Relationships aren't one-time investing. They're daily investing. Absolutely. And you just got to make sure you available and got enough in you to do that part of investing. So I, I pray that y'all can unpack this and get some strength and some encouragement and some knowledge and add these tools to y'all's toolbox. For sure, I think you hit everything perfectly. And like you said, Pastor said, y'all get stressed too. And I think it's a great reminder for us to always be supportive and um, you know, have empathy for one another mm -hmm. and create a space where we, everyone feels comfortable to share and be vulnerable and you know, just stay ten toes down. So I love the message. It was a great message. Everyone should tap in, like Jonathan said. We don't doubt y'all will enjoy it. We loved it and have been unpacking it since we heard it and now with y'all as well. So tap in. Amen, amen. Happy Father's Day, y'all. Listen, you don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. Y'all have a happy Father's Day. God bless you.